Yes. Good afternoon, Vinny. Good afternoon. Um, Vinny, if I could start, it is sad news, I'm afraid, obviously, that we got in the world of football that Franz Beckenbauer passed. Um, yeah. A yeah. player who, in many ways, reinvented the role of a central defender, thinking broadly, lots of similarities with your own game. Is it someone that you got to... <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm not supposed to laugh, but it is it's the gold standard. You can't say that. Franz Beckenbauer is... Um, oh, he's... If you define the role of a centre-back and everything he should be able to do, it's Franz Beckenbauer. Um, not just, obviously, the player himself, but the, the leadership he's had, the fact that he was a visionary as a player, but also beyond his playing career. Um, I was lucky to meet him a few times. And uh, one of the times, typical me, was in a, in a hospital where he was getting treatment of the same doctor as me. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think... It's a sad news, but at the same time, it gives, it gives everyone as well the, the chance to celebrate his legacy and what he's, what he's done in his, in his career. I don't know if it was the same for you, but certainly when I was even playing the playground, obviously way too young to ever seen Beckenbauer play, but there was an awareness that if you were playing with the ball, you were Beckenbauer even at 12, 13, 14 years old. I wonder, was it the same? Yeah, it, it, was, it was everything. It was reading the game, intercepting, you know, um, obviously distribution, but also stepping in, scoring goals. Um, that's why I say it was, it was the complete centre-back. And um, as much as we're trying to re-educate re a lot of centre-backs to be able to be comfortable on the ball, and, and, and he did it in an era where... Um, you know, it was it was almost. I'm not going to say it was it was rare, but it was it was an era where we wouldn't maybe associate it to it. And yeah, just a fantastic way. And even though I've not seen him play live, obviously, I've uh, I've looked for a lot of footage clips from his career, and and it was always I always knew he was the reference. Yeah. Can I ask you about uh, your squad then and the fitness going into this game? Obviously, we saw Lyle Foster uh, have to withdrawn in the last match. How is he? And do you have any updates on perhaps the likes of Charlie Taylor, Jordan Bayer? Are they going to be fit to play tomorrow? Yeah, I, I'm going to throw crabbers under the bus here. He advised me, he said, today we say nothing about injuries. <laughs> and I was thinking, I said, you know what? For once, Crabbers, that's good advice. I'm going to follow that. <laughs> like the true broadcaster that Crabbers used to be. He talks a lot, but every now and then, I know when to listen. This is a message to any young person wanting to get into broadcast journalism. Don't become a press officer. Um, okay, so we can't we can't expect any of them to play then tomorrow. Is that is that fair to say? I will say nothing. I follow his advice, and um, and I'd rather do that than lie. I wonder what his reasoning was. Is it because it's such a big game tomorrow? No, it just comes with it off the cuff. I think he sometimes wakes up and. <laughs> That's what he comes up with, and most of the time I, I don't I don't listen. Um, but this one I was like, you know what, Crabbers, that's something different. We we haven't done that before, so why not? I don't know what he told you to say about transfers, but that's where I'm going to go next. Um, <laughs> he directed. He, he said I should tell you to go to the chairman. <laughs> We've heard that before. Um, <laughs> we're almost halfway through January now. What is the likelihood of anyone coming in? this month? Um, so I'll be honest again, uh, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, there's, a, there's a big chance we do something, you know, that we strengthen on a couple of positions. I, I, I want to just manage expectations in terms of, I think, what we can do at this moment in time. 
um, it's probably going to be difficult to do the, 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 the real immediate game changes, but we can, I think, always use a little bit of uh, extra strength in the squad just in case something happens as well. And, and players that we think at this level can, uh, can, can, can help us, should be able to help us, yeah. The strategy in the summer certainly was to bring in younger players who have that potential to improve. Yeah, would it be similar? Them, no. would, would it be kind of, would you want more senior players in at this point to try and help them maybe? What's the thinking? No, I, I just want players that are good enough for the Premier League. <laughs> the, the, the problem is, the, the real uh, discussion always about, about strategy is that you, you have to have players who can play at this level has nothing to do with playing at this level, being able to play at this level has less to do with age than people think. Experience is important. It's important to have balance and experience in the squad, which is, I think, something we do have. But um, being able to play at this le level, you need legs. And they need to be able to carry you the distance and really fast. And you need to be strong, strong on the ball, tactically smart. You have to be um, I think the entry-level price for this league is really, really high and you can get exposed no matter what age you are if you're not the right profile. What about outgoings? Um, Connor Roberts, for example, has been linked with Leeds. Have you had any inquiries for him? No, but to be honest, it's, it's probably as well just, again, a little bit in the spirit of the importance of the game. It's the last thing. I mean, we have a nine days break sort of say or, or let's say we our next game is on the 31st after that yeah so we'll have plenty of time to do all these discussions certainly internally but my, my only concern has been Luton this this week you know and the break gives us a fantastic chance to actually make it really clear like we'll deal with everything else after that game well I'll finish on that then um you beat them early in the season of course if you're going to stay up will results against the likes of Luton be decisive in your season against everyone yeah I, I think we passed the point where we can um deny the fact that we 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 have to look at every opportunity for us to get results and um but in terms of how what our belief is is still that in a game against Luton we can get results just like we felt we could get something against Aston Villa and we felt like we could get something against um, the other teams we've played we I think we're in a frame of mind where that's also looked likely but we have to make it happen and the only thing we can do is tomorrow on the pitch. Vincent obviously we've mentioned about facing Luton earlier on in the campaign both teams were were fresher to the Premier League at that point. What development have you seen from, from both sides and how different do you think these two teams are going head-to-head -head this time? Um, no, I think the, the biggest similarities I can say is that as much as at the very, very start of the campaign, for us anyway, there was a clear gap between us and not every team, but most of the teams we were facing. For, for like I said, for 12 games or something, that's not been there anymore. Yeah, there's a gap in quality and resources, finance and everything, but, but we, 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 we can make it, we can make it happen against anyone if, if on a good day, you know, and, and I think that's looked as well similar for Luton. I can't remember watching a game of Luton against any opposition where they haven't made a game of it. And then obviously being the best team in both boxes, that's also what makes a difference. And, and, and for us, that's always um, um, it's, it's always the, the hardest thing in the beginning. Um, but I think both teams will be feeling confident in terms of 
the improvement they've shown in the league. I can imagine for Luton, we feel certainly that way. Um, but it's like tomorrow, the importance of this game is just about, you know, um, actually turning this performance into a result. That's what I think both teams will be hoping for. Do you think the team and the club are feeling any more pressure with it being this game against this opponent at home than, than you would ordinarily be with a fixture at this sort of stage? Do you think that no, do you have I, to manage that dynamic? I, I'd hope I'd hope that we like pressure. I'd hope that we want to be in a pressure environment. What what type of career is it? What type of club are you if you don't if you don't play with pressure? Um, last year we played for promotion against each other. There was pressure there. The pressure of going into the most expensive league or the most expensive for sure, but also the most rewarding league in the, in the world. Um, and this year is the same type of pressure. It's uh, being able to stay in this league. But um, I think I, I, I wouldn't imagine this job without these type of uh, games being a, a big part of what you like to do. With that in mind, you're 20 Premier League games in as a manager here at Burnley mm. now. How are you feeling about being a, a Premier League manager? Still, like it's um, it's 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 a, it's the most wonderful job in the world. I, I I have to be honest. I I feel that you're constantly getting challenged. You're constantly having to look for ways to not just be better yourself, but help your team be better, help other people being better. And you get to do it in on the best stage in the world. So for me, that's. Um, Still something I'm, I feel very privileged to be in this position. I feel very um, um, willing to do, to go above and beyond to, uh, to, to, to show the respect it deserves. Um, and that's it. Do you feel you're a better manager now? And, and if so, how do you feel that you've improved from the start of this season? Yeah, but this is nothing to do with, with, with this in particular. I'd hope that you ask me, uh, any year in my life, I'd feel I'm a better manager tomorrow than 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 I was the day before. So if I'm 64, I'd still hope and hope that you can ask me that question. I say, yeah, I'm better than when I was 55. You're still going to be here at 64. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, the 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 I've I've thought about the possibility. <laughs> Long way off. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you. Um. Tottenham away and Villa away compared to Tottenham at home and Villa at home were, were, were yeah. worlds apart, weren't they? Yeah. Are you actually surprised how quickly the team has kind of adapted and, and got used to it? Um, no, I'd, I'd, I'd hope as a manager at some point they do because otherwise it's a pretty grim uh, outlook, you know. Um, I, 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 I kind of... The, the thing what would make me the most nervous is if you don't have the right characters in the building. Because if you have just a group of players who are just there and they're just there for a payday and progression doesn't really matter, you're in trouble. But um, the reasons why I've kept telling you, even in, 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 in any period of this season, I've told you I enjoy working with this team. It's really genuine. It's because I feel I have characters who have a, a growth mindset and their improvement ultimately is the improvement of all of us. And this is hopefully the picture that you see for tomorrow on top of improvement. You just want results. But but I do feel that. OK, you know, this 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 what they are showing now that should also turn into results uh, this season. The, the goal is to, to have to have it quick sooner rather than later because you don't want it to happen too late, of course. 
but um but my belief is that it, these these type of signs do eventually turn into results there are quite a lot of younger players as you've mentioned in, in, in the squad do they tend to learn a bit quicker and adapt a bit quicker than senior pros that might be a bit more um, I think stuck in the way yeah maybe. I think it's a mindset you have you have senior pros that that are fantastic at adapting learning evolving and then some of them you see them every day you see them playing for us as well so I think um, I think for youth it's a necessity that you can't not be coachable you just can't not not at this level um, whereas for older players, it's a it's a it's a really strong sign of of being able to, and we I think we have those type of guys, you know. That's uh, but it's not to do not only with with age. How bigger achievement would it be for any of the three that won promotion last season to stay up? Do you think? I don't think there's been a season where all three have gone down. Yeah, yeah, but but like I said, uh, look, the future will point out whether this is the starting point for something, right? But I do feel like. Um, if, if we're really being honest about it, like the, the, the thing you have to, to make the distinction with is, for example, Luton came up with a team that never had any Premier League players in it initially. So it's always much more difficult. So what they are doing now already, it's a, it's, it's, um, it's a tremendous, tremendous sign of progress. Um, for us, if anybody remembers the real narrative, we largely went down with a team that had no Premier League players anymore, very few of them because they were they were they, they, they left on a free or, and we had no parachute money because that was that was um, so we didn't use it right. So that means that we've had to build our squad and come up with a largely championship-like team. And for us, it's it's been a, we have we've had different strategies than Luton, but we've had the same kind of. Uh, issue to solve, which is to turn the squad into a Premier League squad as quickly as you can. And so for, for what I'm trying to say with this, I guess, is that for those teams who are doing real championship to Premier League promotion type of thing, it's, it's a really tough ask. It's a really difficult job. And, you know, any of us that would make it, that would be um, that would be an exceptional achievement. And this game was scheduled for Monday. It's been brought back to Friday at pretty short notice. Do you have empathy for for supporters? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Whoever had plans on Fridays is in trouble, isn't it? You've got to go home, explain it all again. And um, so, yeah, definitely. And look, it's um, hopefully something that will be balanced off by the quality of the game or the entertainment of the game. Let's put it this way. Um, for us, the players and the staff, we we have to be ready anytime. So it's a game Friday, whether it's uh, you know six in the morning or midnight. I think we have to be ready to go at hundred percent. But for the fans, yeah, I can, I can understand, and I hope that the the entertainment will be there for them and for our fans. The result. Yes. I mean, just on that, has it disrupted any plans of yours that you had because you get three fewer days to to prepare for the game? No, no, it's changed the break we've had because the break is now longer. But um, we, we had enough time to prepare for the game. Yeah. And just on transfers, he's spent close to, I think it was 100 million in the summer. Is there money to spend if you wanted to in, in this window? Yeah. Um, is there money to spend? <laughs> it, this question is always, it depends. It depends if someone goes out. It depends if... Uh, 
if 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 there's a deal to be done that is um a deal that we should do so the the truth is it depends but what we can't do is um um do something completely ludicrous it, it has to be something that is um with a really really clear purpose and uh, and and to be honest um but also when 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 you mention the number of 100 million and stuff you just got to be a little bit careful with this because when you have five or six loan players just the fact of replacing them and so on and so on because otherwise you start um weaker so the question always with these numbers is do you loan more players which then you don't own anything or do you go and actually replenish a little bit the stock that you have and then you own and you can actually benefit from that progress so it doesn't necessarily mean that you're all of a sudden uh a world uh, like a, 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 a what do you call that an icebreaker in the premier league it's different money and those who aren't playing um and maybe uh have been linked with moves away yeah do you still see them giving 100 percent? do you still see them buying into the project that you've you've got yeah it's a cultural thing you can't you can't you can't like this is that that's something fundamental like i'd be the most disappointing thing i would see not just in a player in a human being is if all of a sudden you don't give your best anymore it's a basic especially when you play for burnley that's like the first thing we put at the forefront we don't sign players telling them like look come here for the nice weather and you know you're gonna have no really and and look at the the size of the dressing rooms and the pool you know that's, that's not how we get players hard work effort and that leads to you and consistency very important and that leads to you becoming a better player and this is the place where you can do that which is what they've actually shown to be doing you know improving that's what we put f uh, first so i'd be so disappointed in a human being if that's if 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 that's a trait at all that you show in moments where it's a little bit tough what do you feel about the balance of the squad at there's certain areas that you uh, are sort of looking extra to um so so what do you mean with the balance of the squad do as in too many or too, not enough or yeah, maybe too many that you might need to bring funds in to yeah. sort of yeah, it's a full back or any yeah. other position no i think look the, the squad balance is something that we we pay a lot of attention to i mean <laughs> as a club so the club itself it's part of the strategic planning right um things we have to be careful with is we i exp explained this example a few times but for example when i was at Anderlecht, my when i had a, a winger that was out the next one coming up was doku so it's kind of saying yeah i'd like to give him a run you know like it's tough i lost my main winger but this kid might might make it one day um i, I don't think we're in that position yet so for us having numbers when you see the season how long it is definitely at the start it's not a it's not a bad thing but then I think eventually the team settles a little bit and then you try and make sure that everybody's also, you know, getting the playing time. But we've had, we've been really fortunate with how, how the lads have responded, to be honest, you know, in terms of whatever the situation has been in the squad, they've uh, trained today again and they've been, they've been exceptional. Hi, Vinny. Um, you mentioned the break you've got, obviously you've got a few more days now. What, what yeah. plans do you have now for that, for that period before Man City? Um, uh, no, it just gives us time. We 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 have a lot of internationals now. We came back earlier because we had to. We had a big break already at the front, so it was always the plan to give them um, as many days as we could allow from a performance perspective. So they're going to get at least a week off, and then 
uh, back and ready to go. And, and we got, I think, more than 10 days leading to Man City. So that's, that's perfect. Yeah, we've talked a lot the last few weeks, haven't we, about the development of some younger players and the players you got during the summer. Can I ask you specifically about Dar Roche and how consistent he's been in, in recent weeks? He's been a strong, yeah, he's been a strong performer for us and beyond, uh, I think beyond what the obvious would be in terms of him stepping up in, in, in recent games, I think it's it's also one of the players who who's growing growing a little bit in terms of um, character and leadership as well. And, um, and yeah, so these guys are on that middle phase between young and actually experienced, um, but they're making that step, you know, as, as many games as keep coming, as much as you become aware of your task, you know, they become more and more valuable as well in the way they communicate it to other players. So yeah, pleased for him, but the truth is always tomorrow, and uh, that's the beauty of the job. Uh, Ivan, I just wanted to ask, uh, the games coming up after this, you mentioned City, there's also uh, Liverpool and Arsenal and, and yep. the fixture list. Does that put an added emphasis on tomorrow's game? No, you still got to play every team twice. It's, it's in my opinion, I think if... if if you're chasing in your head and you're chasing the league table, then that can have an impact. But I, I would advise never to approach it that way. It's game by game, try and win every single game. And then eventually, if you get three or four of these guys in in a row, you'll have four or five of the other guys in a row as well. But I think as we've learned, you can't choose and pick and choose which game you want to win. You need to try and win every game and, and see um, at least come as close as you can to, to, to good results for us. I think that's how we have to approach it. You talk about chasing the lead table potentially. Win tomorrow, you could close the gap on Luton, lose, and it, they can open up quite a big gap. Is that something you think about? Yeah, but again, with this, I stay very calm. And, and as well, let's, let's be completely honest as to how this gap has happened. I think I've learned one thing from, from being in and around the place where we are now is just a couple of wins, really. That's what's happening. If you can put a couple of wins in a row, two, three uh, wins in a row, it makes a massive, massive difference at that end of the league table. And uh, it's just like a couple of defeats make a massive difference when you're at the top. You know, it's it's a little bit that kind of stuff. So do I believe we can have couple? Do I, do I believe we can go on a run at some point this season? I think so. And I think that's the main, to have the feeling that you have that in the team. So then looking at the league table like this is, it, I'm not sure it's very productive. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we'll stop at that bit. I'm not sure what word you